0: Are you ever curious what's going on behind the scenes in Hollywood? You watch a Netflix show or a Marvel movie and you wonder, why was that person in it? Why did this movie get made? I'm Matt Bellany, founding partner of Puck News, and I'm covering the inside conversation about money and power in Hollywood. With my new show, The Town, on the Ringer Podcast Network, I'm going to take you inside Hollywood with exclusive insight on what people in show business are actually talking about. Multiple times a week, we're going to bring you short, digestible episodes featuring some of the smartest people I know breaking down the hottest topics in entertainment to tell you what's really going on. Follow The Town now and listen on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it.
2: Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell.
3: And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with celebrity skincare and makeup, which is different than our skincare (laughs) updates. So deal with it. Um, 20 years of Cadet Kelly featuring She Who Shall Not Be Named (laughs) and
4: Big Time Rush. Great stuff. Also, if any of you snitch tag us on Twitter or Instagram and try to get us, uh, our feud going again, uh, we will block you. And I don't Don't know, we'll take legal action. Don't
2: Don't you dare. dare. Don't you dare. Okay. We'll get to it. All right. So time is checking out of celebrity skincare and makeup, which like Amelia said, is very different than the category we just did about (laughs) from skincare and makeup. So let's get into it. A couple updates did happen this week and you know, we like talking about it. So go ahead, Kate. All right. First one. Uh, they have to stop
4: lying. Celebrities. We just talked about it with Mary me. We we're talking about JLo's, mm. uh, you know, just outright blatant lie that all she does for her face is rub olive oil on it. Uh, mm-hmm. We had it with mm-hmm. Sean Mendez. He like talked about meditating to fix his face. And I'm like, you guys like, you don't have to tell us that you've Botox or, you know, yeah. Barbara Sturm or whatever the hell you do, <laughs> but like mm-hmm. don't actively lead us astray in an effort to be relatable, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I do think Cameron Diaz, who is the latest offender, uh, you know, she has some points. She retired from acting in 2014. Obviously, she's not out on red carpets. She's not, you know, active in the public eye. So for her, I will make a slight exception. However, I do have to discuss Mm -hmm. what she said. She was talking to uh, Michelle Visage uh, of RuPaul's Drag Race on the BBC. Oh, Visage. Visage. Thank you. I knew that you would know Um, (laughs) on the BBC Rule Breakers podcast. And Cameron Diaz said talking about how she's just spurned Hollywood, uh, beauty expectations. Mm -hmm. She said the last eight years, girl, I'm like wild. I'm like a wild animal, like a beast. (laughs) She said, I literally do nothing. I like never wash my face twice a month. If I'm lucky, I'll be like, Oh, I better put this on one time works, right? Like, is that all I have to do? I'm just not in that place right now where I put any energy into my looks. She said, I don't care. Literally the last thing I think about on a daily basis, like maybe not at all during the day is what I look like, which, you know, that's great. I love yeah. that. However, yeah. wash your face. Can, uh, it, do we think she's actually not washing her face more than twice a month?
2: Okay. Of all the celebrities that could claim that, something about Karen Diaz yeah. is like, maybe she's right. But you're right. I normally err on the side of like, you're lying, tell me the product so I can like save up to maybe think about buying them. Right. No. I I mean she has great skin. If yeah. you you know, this mm-hmm. these photos of her look amazing. I just don't know. Twice a month is really really like, are you far not, apart. Do you never wear makeup? Like if she's someone who never wears makeup is just like, that. you
4: know, in the shower, maybe the water just runs over her face, or gets rid of any of in pandemic times, the mask, right. every time I take it right. off, I'm like, oh my God, it feels yeah. disgusting under there. Do you so. not wear sunscreen? Is she just layering sunscreen? on? Sun? Like what uh, are we- I just think that she should, you know, just adopt some basics, you know? She at least has a bi-monthly trip to the dermatologist. Right. Like, That's you know? what I'm saying. That's I feel it. like- mm-hmm. She has to be wearing sunscreen. She has to be right. moisturizing yeah. to a certain extent, yeah. which includes washing her face. So, she, that you know, she's getting Botox
3: true. or lasering, which is fine. Even Listen, then, even if she's not, I'm just like, you don't have to tell people that you wash your face twice a month. Right. It doesn't I make know. you more relatable. It no, doesn't. It's like it kind of nasty. Relatable.
2: Yeah, The celebrities yeah. not washing. Like that whole category yeah. we talked about so it much always comes in the back. last year than I they, they just love to tell. They love. They like think that we are dirty
4: as like regular people. <laughs> and I think mm-hmm. that they think that that's what we do.
3: And so they think that would be more relatable. And mm. it's really not. It's not. Well, it's so funny because I was. I think my dad said this because he was traveling abroad or something. But someone in Europe was like, yeah, we can always tell who is from America because you guys have really nice teeth and the rest of the world does not care about teeth. And also you have really clean, like scrub to the max skin because I guess we care more about getting all the dirt off. So yeah. So know, the teeth that- thing is definitely
4: a stereotype
3: that I think is, is largely mm-hmm. true. Uh,
4: but yeah, I mean, you know, I guess just Cameron, just just, you know, tell the truth. And if you are telling the truth, adopt some sort of Face cleaning routine, please. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. Next in celebrity beauty news. I just need to, in general, say that Rihanna is still out there. She is still pregnant and she Mm. is still pregnant on red carpets. Her Instagram has been just all over my feed lately. She was quiet for so long that it's like Mm -hmm. a little bit jarring to see so much of her now. (laughs) Um, She obviously timed, you know, it seems like she timed this, you know, Ulta Beauty Fenty push with... Mm. Uh, her pregnancy announcement because she, <laughs> Smart. you know, there's just a headline every day where it's like, Rihanna bears baby bump on red carpet for Fenty. And it's like, mm-hmm. I do want to see a picture of that actually. Yeah. Um, and she's just out here in just insane pregnancy outfits uh, with the, the bump just all the way out. And it's great. And I'm enjoying it. And I actually don't have any Fenty product, but I am tempted. I go to Ulta, you know, more regularly than Sephora. Me too. I really want to so, really, try the foundation. Yeah. I'm curious. Hmm. I'm curious. All right. Next up, Harry Styles has released another sort of round of his pleasing lifestyle brand line. Mm. It's largely nail polish, but he also has skincare, which I'll talk about in a moment. Uh, But this time it's sort of like 60s, 70s psychedelic themed, which I was kind of disappointed by like the packaging on the first round. But this time is very fun. It's called like shroom Zoom or something. Um, and it's just like you got the the rainbows and the mushrooms and the stone mm. frog in the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you also have Mick Fleetwood, who, you know, maybe is a surprising um, face <laughs> of this launch. But I guess not if you know Harry and his relationship with Fleetwood Mac. He you know, was, was styled for this by Harry Lambert, who's Harry's, uh, Harry Styles stylist. Wow. That was a sentence. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So mixed us out here with his painted nails, playing his guitar in a velvet purple top hat, purple zebra striped pajamas. He's just getting his model on. Yeah, uh, he looks we great. Love it. He there seems like go. he's having fun. I love how Harry just gets these people to do the weirdest things. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's fun, but it is odd. Uh, but Mick looks great. And the colors, the nail polish colors to me are still mediocre. I'm I was going to ask,
2: are you a little bit more in than you were? Okay. I'm a little bit more in. The
4: packaging is fun. Mm-hmm. But this time the he has. The packaging is fun, yeah. Yeah. This time he has like a mint green, a bright red, which i like, no one wears bright red nail polish anymore, uh, mm-hmm. at least our age. A, like a mauve pink, which I'm like, okay, I would wear that. And then like a sparkly clear. So it's like a little bit better mm. than the first round, which was like blue, pink, white, and black, which is sure. like. Yeah. But also with this, one of my friends uh, lovingly made the point on Twitter, a Harry Styles fan. Um, so don't get mad at me. Made the point that of all the male celebrities, Harry Styles is 28 and his skin looks 30, you know? And he, <gasps> I, like, he looks great. No. He has decent skin. But if you think about it, I'm like, is he's selling the skincare along with this. He has like hyaluronic acid drops mm. that do like, like an AHA like exfoliant, which I'm like, I'm not going to buy liquid liquid exfoliant from Harry Styles. I just, oh, yeah. that doesn't seem like a, a okay. legit I don't source. know, man. It looks uh, kind of cool though. But Amelia, yeah. if anyone should try it, it should be you. because You love can- those. Everything hyaluronic acid, Amelia's like, ooh, she <laughs> loves that. Um, but just my friend was like, are we sure Harry Styles is like the one to be doing skincare?
2: And I, you know what? I'm kind of like, Stick to the makeup and the nail polish. Well, we can talk about wow. this with the next person we're going to talk about, too. It's like, should this celebrity be dipping into skincare now? Of all, It's like, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe not. Hit <laughs> it. Hit it, I think percent less. Good segue. <laughs> okay, it's go true. ahead. Let's talk.
3: Yeah. Um, so, Scarlett Johansson, she, you know, I don't... Did we even talk about it on here? Well, regardless, she came out with a clean line of skincare called The Outset. And it is very minimal packaging. It's Again, it's emphasis on the clean of it. And BuzzFeed wrote a little article uh, called Scarlett Johansson's new skincare line has sparked a debate about the oversaturation of beauty celebrity brands. And it's from Ellen Durney. And, and the, people are already saying to Scarlett, they're like, um you're promoting this clean skincare line. Wouldn't it be cleanest if you just didn't have it? Cause there are already so many celebrity skincare lines and makeup lines. And, and it seems truly within the last year or so more and more celebrity skincare and uh, makeup lines have come out and they've Mm -hmm. uh, with so many products, not just Mm -hmm. like a couple things, but really full product lines. And you know they're not wrong and I guess uh they're also talking about how Kylie Jenner was recycling her products oh, the same yeah. exact um because I guess she had a, a Valentine's Day line, and of course every val every line from Kylie Jenner comes out. It, I think like once a month. Yeah, <laughs> and there are there's got to be like thirty different products yeah. in each line. And it's just like what this yeah. is so bad for the environment. So also everything ev- I've yeah. read about Scarlett Johansson's this
2: line is like it's clean and accessible. And I'm like nothing about Scarlett Johansson is is accessible now right. <laughs> has ever been. She has been an A list actress for so long and has had this like. In that, like the way you idolize A-list actors and actresses, she's had this like unattainable beauty. She's like far away. She's never like, she, she's not one not to like connect with their fans. She's not really right. active on social media. She's not yeah. like, she's not accessible. She has like, <laughs> I, that's the last person yeah. I would think of. And it's
4: not right? like it's super affordable. It's not like she's saying accessible and meaning like, oh, these are cheap. Like it's still a, you know,
2: I don't know. A I just, she's the, to yeah. She's the last person where I'm like, that, that this makes sense. Yeah. And I we it's never hear weird. from her. She like, yeah. you know, and I know she talked in these interviews about, she's been the face of so many different brands. And then mm. she wanted somewhere she could really she own it make, and be, and believe in it. <laughs> okay. I mean,
3: yeah. I but just, yeah, this know. is a call to me.
2: I'm not even curious about trying this no. stuff.
3: I know It's a no from me too. I just yeah. am like, you know what? You're a beautiful woman, but I'm not going to go to you for skincare advice. Right. It's just right. not right. feasible. It's not yeah. real. And I don't,
2: no, no, no Agreed. more. Okay, wait, yeah. what are your guys' thoughts is on the last one? I'm curious. It's not skincare, but it is makeup. and it's See, very- this fits. This fits with her brand for me. Agreed. Okay, so Gwen Stefani uh, this week has launched her own uh, makeup line and it's called give that's how it's pronounced it's g-x-v-e um so g is how she's forever signed her name x is a kiss and then the rest was inspired by the idea of giving back okay Mm -hmm. so this is a through line for everything i've read about this makeup brand but there is no um aspect of giving back in terms of like donating to a cause having a portions but all of these interviews she's like makeup is so much about giving you wake up and you put your face on a show who you are that day what you need to face today blah blah you just give that to people and then they take that you're seeing what people show up and they make an effort it's like thank you and I say you're welcome look what I did for you
3: (laughs) the mental gymnastics going on here are honestly commendable wow do you guys feel that I guess no, well, this is kind of a funny way to
2: look at putting it on makeup is like, I do this for you guys. Not that I wear makeup on this show, but that is so funny.
4: I because like in general, you think of Gwen Stefani, you got the red lip. the pale okay. skin, yes. the big get wing. to that. Yes. This Flat is the whole blonde. makeup line. It makes is, sense
2: in theory. Right. right. It's surrounded by her classic look. Right. So, she, yeah, right. exactly. She's got the bold red lip, the the cat eye, the sharp cat eye, the bold brow. Like this is a look she's been rocking for many, many, many years. Mm-hmm. It does make sense. I guess, but it just like, of all times now, you know, it's just like she yeah. keeps saying, yeah, this is my creativity, my give back. I think yeah, the difference, no, so she was asked about this oversaturated celebrity beauty market and she me. goes, I think the difference is that this is a passion project for me. I'm like, what do you think? Girl, what? what? Yeah, what do you think everyone else is? <laughs> right.
4: Is? Yeah, right. I don't like any of that. Like, as a, if, yeah. if she was just like, you know, look fierce like me, Gwen Stefani, and I'd be like, yeah. great.
2: But right. yeah, The she she made it too deep. She went too deep. Too deep. Did too much. Also, can a celebrity <laughs> launch something called Give and I'll talk about giving back and not actually give, to actually use the verb to give back? It feels that's, so weird. That's very yeah, toned down.
3: Donate like a percentage of your sales or something. Right. I just, that's wild to me. Also, just give us a new album if you're so, <laughs> feeling so generous, you know? I don't know. I know. Okay, so we're yeah. out on most hmm. of these except for Fenty Beauty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and okay. if, if Zoe Kravitz wants to release a skincare line, I will be buying that. 100%. That's great. We're That's in Just so it FYI.
2: Okay. Next category is not worth the tea. This week in social media and relationship <sighs> news. This first one is breaking news. Thank God. Got slipped in this morning. Oh. Yes. This happened like a
4: good 15 minutes before we recorded. I'm light on the details. We had minimal time to research. Uh, <laughs> so apologies for people who are listening to this tomorrow. Uh, Elon Musk and Grimes have a second secret baby. And I, this came to light from a Vanity Fair interview. And I just honestly might just read a a little part of it because the reporter is in Grimes house talking to Grimes for this interview and said, basically, they're talking about how they're discussing her space opera. (laughs) And uh, they said they are hearing this noise like an infant upstairs. Mm. And they kind of like let it go. Oh, my God. Keep talking. (sighs) And. There you go. I hear it again. This time it's multiple cries and it's unmistakable. I've got two kids. That's a baby. And I can tell by the frozen look <laughs> on my host's face that she heard it too. So I brace myself to ask the strangest question of my career. Do you have another baby in your life, Grimes? <laughs> so... uh Basically, they're they're like, she's mortified. The interviewer is mortified. They're like, I, you know, we came here to basically promote whatever she's promoting. And now they're outing her as having a secret child. They go, I suggest we pause for a moment to discuss the surreal professional ethics at play, which are that I Mm. can't pretend I don't know that she's got a secret baby with the world's wealthiest man (laughs) hiding upstairs, especially when she invited me here. So then the the baby starts screaming. There's a woman upstairs who's like, shh, shh. And Grimes is like, she's a little colicky. I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking. So uh, it's a girl and they have a second oh, baby. Oh my God. So that's exciting. <laughs> Again, like I said, we're iffy on the other details because this literally just happened. But one of the some commenter <laughs> on Instagram said that oh, it was via surrogate. So maybe that's oh. how people didn't know. Again, that is, uh, take that with a grain yeah. of salt. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, somehow <laughs> they just, to- I I think they're still separated, but they're living together. It's so like, we don't know. Um mm. Uh, I, I'm sure okay. there will be a million and two jokes today about the name. Pe- somebody was already like, oh, it's E equals MC squared. Because, you know, the first baby
3: is like, yeah, E, X, A, yeah. Alpha 12. Well, so yeah. people are saying there is a name. And oh, is there. It's Exa Dark oh Side Rail. But like Stop! the a- Wait. And no, <laughs> Wait. what? And Side Rail is like R. And then that A, E thing that's like connected, you know, and they're nicknaming her Y. Oh, my so. God. It is Exa Dark side rail with the yeah the a e or y for short how
4: do you guys grimes find this is, so quick
2: what do i, go- I, I just I'll, it's good on Google twitter grimes. elizabeth
4: yeah. um yeah. grimes is prepared for why to dislike her name or get tired of it and never if she ever decides to change it her mother will be first in line to help her choose a new one good wow exit <laughs> dark side rail okay which one's worse the first one or the second one what is a side rail
3: well, it says what? side rail has a double meaning, too, as a shout out to Grimes' favorite Lord of the Rings character, Galadriel, who, quote, Kate? chooses to abdicate the ring. I Who's I Galadriel,
4: Kate? That's Kate Blanchett. So I think this one's better Ooh, just on principle. Okay. But I don't understand how that's a reference. I don't know. I They are so insane. Wow. Oh, wait.
3: Wait. SideReel. Grimes called the word... A more oh, Elven spelling of side real, which she defined as the true time of the universe, star time, deep space time, not our relative Earth time. Oh. Wow. Okay, I so, think this one's better yeah, yeah, than the other one. The other nice. one doesn't even
4: have words. At least this one has like this words. Is all people.
3: Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I just wow. like
4: we get it. All right. Spare the a, a, a true parody of themselves. <laughs> uh, we have to move on for our own mental health. Okay. okay. Liz. <laughs> this next one will
2: be super quick, but only because we've been keeping tabs on the Love is Blind people post the season wrapping. I can't get enough and I have not found a show that like puts um this is shame Deep D and Kyle are actually, I think, Ooh, dating oh, in real oh. life. Woo. Oh, yeah, it's good news. They're really cute. Um, He made that comment at the reunion where he was like, the biggest mistake I made on the show was not asking Deep D to marry me. And Nick Lachey and Vanessa Lachey absolutely just kind of like glided over that for some unknown reason. They really did. We should have, I don't know why we didn't talk about that more, but anyway, they've been spotted around Chicago. I've been looking at TikToks of people finding them on the street. So apparently they are, you know, quote, figuring it out. That's what Deep Hmm. D says. Um, Anyway, I'm just bummed that they didn't get to we didn't see more of that on the show in the actual yeah, season. But
3: I seriously, and uh, like you said, I'm sorry, but I think Vanessa Lachey and Nick Lachey were too busy fighting with Shake, which I did. But at the same time, they you know they wanted that hashtag feminism <laughs> moment. And it's just, it's, I see I can read between the lines. You Nick know Lachey what I mean? Lachey was sitting on that comment. What did he say? He was oh like, We're not animals. We're people.
2: Or so yes. you treat animals. We're humans. Some dumb he was sitting on that comment. Oh and then God. Vanessa is like, so sweet. She's like, oh, yeah. is like, what like, your wife then- should do. <laughs>
3: that was so like, oh, cringe. Anyway, so they cringe. did not
2: focus on the right things this season, however entertaining it was. But yeah, mm. I'm I'm absolutely keeping tabs on these people. Um, of course, you have After to. the reunion. So that's that. Uh, next thing, Kate. Uh, this is in
4: social media. I have been wanting to discuss Doja Cat's TikTok uh, with Amelia on this podcast because we've Love sent her. each other a couple the past couple of months. She just is my thing about TikTok, which I really like, is that you mm-hmm. can't fake being funny like we you can have a, a decent TikTok if it's like, you know, run by people like there are celebrities that have successful TikToks like, you know, the Jonas Brothers or what the hell ever. But there are certain <laughs> celebrities where they're like actually legitimately naturally funny and that mm-hmm. you just can't fake that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Lizzo is one of them. I think mm-hmm. Sophie Turner isn't really on TikTok, but did that with like her Instagram stories, yeah, you know, you're so and right. And then Doja Cat, Jack Black. Like, there are certain people that are just thriving on TikTok because they're just funny. And uh, so Doja Cat is one of those people. And she is doing a partnership with Taco Bell, which, you know, initially, we don't love brands. We might be annoyed by. But Mm -hmm. her execution is just incredible. So she has a bunch of old tweets from over the years asking Taco Bell to bring back the Mexican pizza. (laughs) And... Taco Bell, you know, is, is smart and was like, let's get Doja Cat in uh, to promote what that seems is smart. like possibly the well, return of return yeah. of the Mexican pizza. So she posted a TikTok this week and said she was literally just laying in bed like no makeup was like, keep this shit a secret. I'm not trying to do it. So I'm going to make it terrible on purpose. She's like, I have to do a jingle. They want me to rap about the Mexican pizza. She's like, I want I want to give you a heads up before you see that shit. Just know it's contractual. I know it's going to be bad. Oh, so she posts this like days before days before this rap goes up. So then she does like post this TikTok where she's like rapping about the Mexican pizza. It's terrible. It's like about refried beans and something about I can't do it, but just a lot of a lot of rhymes about beans and meat and sauce and cheese. Oh, nice a Mexican pizza. And she does it like totally straight face. Like she never mm. made the other TikTok, which obviously makes it funnier. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it seems like it's going to be a collaboration. But of course, like she is making headlines and people are talking about it. And so it's working. And she's just really funny. And it just I just really like that TikTok is a platform where like celebrities just like have to be real to an extent. You know, yeah, hundred percent. you can't fake it. You got to be funny. true. It's true. No,
2: I agree with you. Um, did we ever find out what was going on with Charlie Puth now that we're talking about TikTok? <laughs> oh spot? my god. Did we ever I don't, get an answer on that? I don't I'll think so. Look, we'll have to look into it. We have not we well, had an update. Okay. Uh, I Stay do tuned. Love her. I know everyone was yeah. really worried about them. Okay. Um next update, Amelia. Oh uh,
3: yeah, sorry. So going from something really awesome and lovely <laughs> to the mass singer is back, <laughs> baby. Um I didn't watch it actually yet, so I apologize. But, and you know, everyone was like, oh, <gasps> Rudy Giuliani's going to be unmasked. I guess he was not unmasked on this uh, premiere episode, mm. which is shocking. And uh, instead, it was Duff the Cake Guy. Uh, you remember oh, him? I like him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess it was him, and people thought it was Mike Myers, of course. So, okay. know, and by people, I mean Jenny McCarthy. But anyway, um, <laughs> so it was, it was Duff Goldman. And... Now they're doing a Masked Singer national tour. And you know who is hosting it and who she is. She is waving the flag for Masked Singer is the one and only Natasha Bedingfield. I I just. Oh, my
2: God. What happened? That's. Oh, unwritten. Unwritten unwritten checks dried up a little bit. My karaoke songs of her didn't pay the bills. We talked about her. We did last year. She was somehow she was like either on TikTok or on
4: social media doing oh. weird like kind of funny things I think but I don't remember why. Mm.
2: But I guess well, she's trying that to get like that. Bills, her. Kate. Yeah, yeah, my singer does.
4: Clearly. Yikes.
2: Wow. Amelia, have you been hearing that on this new season of The Masked Singer, the costuming and like the the mechanics of the costuming is actually becoming too much? TMZ it- told me this. The headline said, The Masked Singer costume's bigger than ever, dot, 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 causing headaches and stumbles, particularly with the Cyclops and the Mick Terrier costume. I don't know what a Mick Terrier is, but... Oh, I think that's
3: the one that Duff was under.
2: Oh, I'm looking at them now. It's literally a gigantic terrier head on... <laughs> I don't know what kind of body. Something else. But anyway, they're sliding. They're tumbling. It's really heavy. What are your thoughts? Have we gone too far with the costuming of Mass Singer?
3: I mean, that's yeah. the thing about Mass Singer. They went out too quickly. Um, they've been produced... Again, this, uh, this show, I think, started in 2019. And it's literally like season six, which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> and now they've just run out of costumes. That's what's happened. They've run well, out, out of costumes. Terrier.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Also, and like, the problem, the problem...
4: The problem... Because, you know, this was a- adapted from, like, an Asian version of the show. Yeah, And, like, that show is very much, like, about the singing. And, like, they <laughs> have actual celebrities and, like, <laughs> pop stars go on and sing. This and so ain't just, about the singing. And they just have, like, a regular outfit and then just a mask. Because it's yeah. just about hiding the identity. Oh, my gosh. Whereas <laughs> here, they... Just bastardized it and in an American way, <laughs> it turned did. it into like how insane can we make these costumes and like how much can we embarrass these D-list celebrities to make people America. watch? Yeah.
2: It's and true. Now they've ruined point. it for
4: themselves. They have. And-
2: apparently even the choreographers are having a hard time because there's only so much you can do in a mcterrier costume so you can probably only i don't i haven't watched it in a while but i imagine you can only do so much only so
4: much (laughs) imagine you know how like people always used to go on dancing with the stars and like get hurt like you'd be like these olympic athletes who like were injury free for years would like win a gold medal go on dancing with the stars and like break their leg imagine (laughs) being like a successful pop star or like a formerly successful pop star or Someone and going on the mass Singer and like at, like seriously injuring yourself, being that like I, I broke my ankle oh. in, inside the McTerrier suit <laughs> trying to sing "Teenage Dream" on the Mass Singer.
3: And that's why you have to do a Wendy Williams and just have people carry you out on a Chase Lounge. Like yes. that's yes. what happens. It's so. the only way. That's exactly what you should
2: do. Yes.
3: Um, yeah. Okay. Last one. This is definitely not worth the teeth. <sighs> yeah. Really quick. So Kim Kardashian is going you know, viral as she does again uh, for an interview that she and her sisters and momager Chris did with Variety. And there's a clip of her and she's talking about what women uh, in business, the, the best advice she can give. And she goes, I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. And, like, you know, Courtney's like, yes, uh huh, yeah. And so true. She, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, it's just so. How tone deaf can you be? It's The just, lack of self awareness is just stunning. Uh, it's so. It's so unforgivable at this point. Truly, it's so
2: insane because she is so careful about what she says. She is so media trained. I was more shocked that she. I know that she has these thoughts inside of her head. Right. Yeah. I'm surprised that she let them out because yeah, you're so right. She doesn't stumble like this. Really. Like. Uh. Well, not. Re- I mean. Okay. So she does. She does still <laughs> stumble, but like what she has gotten better yeah. over the years. And she is now like, you know, it's like a robot. This talking, is a rookie. This is a rookie mistake for yeah, sure. This so is yeah. like a decade ago, Kim. I, th- I mean, yeah. this is so insensitive. This, I don't know if Amelia or any of you guys follow like Love Island. I don't think you do, but Molly May is this, um, British influencer who's now kind of like surpassed the Love Island fame she's just like mm-hmm. really famous oh. but she went on this like Diary of a CEO podcast the, earlier this year and said kind of the same thing she was like everyone has the same 24 hours in a day they can achieve anything if you just work hard enough and she had to backpedal she got in a lot of trouble for it I bet Kim will have to do the same as well like this is I think I too so. loud and it's noisy a lot now. of people are talking about it yeah like, really, and like people so who used pissed. to work for her and yes. I like work
4: on oh, really? the Kardashian show, people on Twitter are like, <gasps> Oh yeah Oh, so when I app. worked on your app yes. or your show and had yeah. you know, was paid this much and was had this much lack of vacation time and like stuff like that. So people
3: Jessica, are really angry yeah, at this. Jessica DeFino said, I was an editor on the Kardashian app in 2015 in LA, worked days and nights and weekends, could only afford groceries from the ninety nine cents store, called out sick more than once because I couldn't put gas in my car to go to the office and was reprimanded for freelancing on the side. Oh my like, god. Fuck yeah, off. people okay, so are pissed.
2: The worst part, truly, is Courtney, who again is self aware enough now to know she's the one that everyone thinks doesn't work hard, that just wants to like lay around and be rich and be with her kids, which is fine, right? But she inserting herself, I mean, like that is so true. <laughs> so, <great laughs> I point. can't believe they they did this in 2022. I can't, it's, I can't believe they let that slip. It's yeah. wild. It's wild. It, it truly is.
0: This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee.
2: Let's do cringe mode. This one's fun. And again, we will come hunt you down if anyone outs us for covering this movie. Don't do it. Do not do it. Okay. But it's the 20th anniversary. We had to do it. And we're yeah. big Hillary Duff fans. So we're covering Cadet Kelly and let's do it. Kate, you want to do the plot? Sure. Uh, Hillary Duff
4: is a middle schooler at like like the New York Middle School for the Arts, this very <laughs> fluffy <laughs> granola, hippie school that doesn't teach you anything. Mm-hmm. And her mom marries a new guy after her parents split. And he's like a general or commander in the army. <laughs> a and commandeer, right? Commandeer, commandant, whatever. The commandant, commandant, that's word is. what it is.
3: Commandant. Uh,
4: yeah. And he they end up moving and Hillary Duff, uh, Kelly, her first name's Kelly, right? Yeah, Not last name. That's the Liz way. Um, She has to go to this military school and she she loves fashion and she loves art and she's never been to a real school in her life. So obviously it's a bit of a culture clash. The primary clashing happens with Jennifer, who is her no-nonsense 16-year-old drill sergeant as... They have in the world <laughs> and basically they end up like fighting and, and eventually bonding over the drill squad, which is where they flip like the fake guns into the air <laughs> and uh, they like do a routine at the end of the movie and it's amazing. Not really, but in the movie it is. And uh, she like saves her hiker dad from falling. It <laughs> so yep. really takes a turn at the end. And that's pretty much it. What did I miss? Anything big? No, no. that's it. Pretty, that is it. it. pretty basic, basic mm-hmm. plot for this one. <laughs>
3: All right, uh, let's see the highlights, Um, I just, you know, in these Disney Channel movies from time to time, there are just these classic too snarky for an actual child uh, lines. <laughs> yeah. And there was a really great one in this movie. Uh, it was said by Hilary Duff. And she goes, he's talking about uh, the commandant played by Gary Cole. He and my mom met at a wedding. They liked it so much, they decided to have their own. Like, oh, nice. okay, wow. Okay. All right, <laughs> An adult totally did not write this. If my friend told me that at 13,
2: I would be like, what? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she is funny in this movie. She's like sassy little thing. She is. Very quick. Um, What else? We say this, I I say this every time we watch a movie from Zara. I
4: just said this about Crossroads, but the 2000s hair accessories We got to bring those back. We have yeah. brought back like every other 2000s hair trend, except like the very specific hair accessories, yes. I'm ta- not just like the headbands, like the embroidered headbands, right. but like the feathery clip-ins, yes. you know, you used to like put a ponytail on top of your head and then you had like the little feather dyed feather hair things that mm-hmm. would be attached yes, all the little and, like, accessories, the yeah. barrettes, like you never see people with barrettes or clips or bandanas. the mm-hmm. bandanas a little bit, those are coming back a little bit, but yeah. We got to bring back the hair accessories. I I don't mean me, but like TikTok. Like the youth. Yeah. Well, those little butterfly
3: clips are so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Those are also seen that a little little bit. bit. I wonder if they'll
4: they'll adopt that more. It's only a matter of time until the Mm -hmm. feather. You guys remember the feather, the like single feather clip-ins? Yes. Yes. That you used to put in your hair. Where you like get the feather attached and you'd like, (sighs) that was maybe some cultural appropriation there, but maybe we can (laughs) skip that. But the dip-dyed ponytail holders we do need to bring back. Yes. Um, Okay, other highlight. Kelly, in this movie, just endearingly optimistic. I, (laughs) You know, it's their classic, like, fish-out-of-water city girl who, you know, gets a reality check and has to adapt to this world she doesn't know. And usually, you know, it's kind of annoying to watch that. Like, they are pissed about it, and they're complaining, and they try to run away. But, like, Kelly Duff is so optimistic and cheery about it. Like she doesn't want to be there, obviously. And there's a little bit of complaining, but she just kind of like tries
2: her best. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about this. So first, in comparison to the other cringe mode we watched, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Yes. Where she goes from the big city artistic gal to the burbs. She doesn't even go to military school. She wouldn't last one day, but she's like, oh, I need to be near the theater. And we're like, okay, Lindsay Lohan. She, <gasps> Hillary Duff, taking everything in stride. First of mm-hmm. all, Dad takes her out and is like, hey, I'm leaving to go and internationally travel for months on end. You won't hear from me. I'm going to go. And she's like, okay, dad. Like, love you. Mom sits her down. She's like, hey, so I'm getting married. She's like, okay. And then she's like, you're going to new school. She, she's like, oh, my God. And then she's like, okay. And then the mom jumps on her. She's like, I'm having a baby. And she's like, a ah, baby. The girl... Endless optimism. And, and even true. in that
4: moment, she was about to tell her mom that she wanted to quit military school. Her mom's like, I'm having a baby. And she's like, I could not ruin the moment. Yes. This uh, yes. beautiful moment so by telling my mom, true. I yes. didn't want to go to
2: military school. I was like, wow, this 14 year old is just and incredible. And she's such a well-adjusted child of divorce. Yeah. She's like, you know, hanging out with the two of them, laughing about the whole thing. Seriously. Lovely, lovely gal. So
4: she's lovely. doing her best.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: It was refreshing to watch. It really was. Yeah. Yeah my last highlight is that all movies should end with a freeze frame. Mm-hmm. I think we should bring this back. She's like smiling, <laughs> laughing, and then it freezes and she's like, ah, and then it fades yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't care so what kind good. of movie it is. Every single movie until the end of time, she just freeze <laughs> yeah. frame with like Let's the protagonist it.
2: smiling and then fade out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree. She actually is so optimistic and so cheery. She almost adapts like to a fault because <laughs> she goes so hard in on this military school where like there's this big competition. But her dad, Her um, biological dad has promised that he would be there, you know, yada, yada. He was going to go and hike and photograph something, but was going to be there. And then it's, you know, minutes before she's like, he's not there. He's not picking up his phone. He tries calling her. The line goes dead, whatever. She's really worried. She goes to the dot, and it's like, hey, I think my dad is really injured. Otherwise he'd be here. And then he's like, okay, let's go find him. And she's like, no, sir, no, I will stay here (laughs) with my flight and do the, and he's like, no, let's, let's go. Let's go find your dad. Your and dad like, might be no, dying. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't go up your ass. Go find him. But that's just who she is. She's just really committed. <laughs> she is. And yeah. she that's is what we committed. love about her. She's all in. <laughs> she does eventually leave, but he yeah. has to like really coaxed her to go do that. He does. Um, and then lastly, got to give a shout out to the song. One girl uh, revolution by the band. Super chick. This carried so many uh, movies in the odds. If you heard that first, uh, you know, I don't know what, that first five seconds of that song, you're like, ooh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be so <laughs> cool. <laughs> you see it, Legally Blonde. Uh, Kelly Holiday in the Sun is really like the one ooh. that sticks in my head. Mm. But it's a classic. And Super Chick in general just like provided us a lot during this yes, time. That so is a so great song. Okay. So, Below Lights, I think I'm... Actually, perhaps more bratty than 13 year old Hillary Duff in this movie, but this is kind of <laughs> unfair. She, she is happy go lucky. I know she is eventually at military school, but to throw her around in these situations feels, and they just, they just dumping all the parents are just like ragdolling her around. She has to adapt. I'm like, it's very hard to be a happy, well adjusted 13 year old girl. And she gets really tried in this movie. So it was my low light. She has a lot thrown at her, but she, she
3: perseveres. She does. What about you? Um, I agree. And you know what? When she perseveres, she's also crying. There she does a <laughs> few crying crying scenes. And Hilary Duff, I love you. I think you're iconic. However, this girl cannot cry. Give her some teardrop something because she does the thing where you're like, you're bound to cry and your face gets all like this but there are no tears and she's pretending as if she's crying but no tears and I remember watching Hillary Duff in Lizzie McGuire when I was younger and there was a moment when Ethan Kraft told her that they didn't have chemistry and she also cried and she was like crying to Gordo and I remember being like where are the tears? There are no tears? Hillary, you're better than this? Get her some teardrops something Yeah we had that back
2: then I don't know why they couldn't have just put right? a couple in her eyes Yeah
3: it's yeah. just so obvious. It's really funny. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Um, and then also, not to be totally rude, but the ending performance of the drill team thing with Hillary and You Know Who was not, good. I'm sorry, but they literally looked like they were doing two different routines. One was high energy and cheery, and the other one was just like super serious, really dour. She No smile. Her body wasn't into it. It was just pathetic. Honestly, sorry. It was.
2: Really tough. The physicality of this movie kind of bested the both of them I think a little bit. um, Which I know we'll have to talk about the The other perform at the very end where they're like dance, or when is that in the movie when they're dancing? They're kind of freestyling with each other in the middle of the courtyard. Yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 Good. Also, the first drill competition scene, Hillary is not in it yet. She's watching it and she's like, wow, I want to do this. It goes on for so long. (laughs) It's, you see what? You see like their team do it. And, it go, You see the whole thing, and then <laughs> yeah, you, you see too. the other team go, and you watch the whole thing. And it's like I've been sitting here for seven minutes watching people walk around <laughs> and throw guns in the air. Like no joke, that's how long it is. I was like, I no, know. And then this- you see the t- another two people do something. <laughs> yeah, I'm wild. like, this. It's not even like this is a song. We're not watching right. like a medley of performances. Right. Like it's just <gasps> military people throwing guns in the air. I was like, this is crazy. Please edit it. <laughs> Um, speaking of that, maybe I'm just biased against uh drill teams or color guard. We called it color guard at my school. And yeah. they were like, did you guys have this? They accompanied the marching band. No. Did you have a marching band? Mm-mm. We had a marching band, but not a color guard. For some reason, we had like a big marching band school (laughs) and it had a color guard that accompanied it, which was like the dance team for the marching band. And they had flags that they threw in the air. And then they also had these guns and they would do like exactly what you see in this movie where they like Hmm. jump around and run around and throw the things in the air. And I just, first of all, they just always dropped them. And like, (laughs) I would just watch, I like had to work concessions, these marching band competitions and I would watch them perform. And it was always so stressful. And marching band competitions aren't supposed to be stressful. There's just people <laughs> marching and playing songs. But then the <laughs> color ba- the color guard, jumps in here and they're dropping yeah. guns left and right. I'm like, oh my god, I don't want to watch this. That's um, anxiety and also, inducing. The girls, the girls on our color guard, like thought they were really cool. Like they thought they were like <laughs> cheerleaders. It was like nerdy cheerleaders. You've been holding <laughs> on to this. <laughs> I just really, in my this brought back a lot of color guard feelings. I was like, you're not cool. You're on the color guard. Like, what are you going to do with this life skill? Anyway. Um, Yeah, so not into that as an activity. My other low light, I have two more. First of all, Sean Ashmore is in this movie. He plays Brad, who's like the hot sergeant that everyone Mm. likes. And like, they're not a couple. He's not really a love interest. But like, clearly they were like, this is a movie for a girl, like younger girls. We need like a hot guy. And mm-hmm. I just have to say, on principle, like Hillary Duff is fifteen in this movie, like acting in this movie, fourteen and fifteen. Mm-hmm. He's twenty three. Can we not get someone yeah. younger, wow. or you know what I mean? I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah, Even if like she just has a crush on him in the movie, it's fine. But like, well, he kind of fights
2: back. So then yeah, that's why you're like, it's Man. like a little
4: icky. It's a little icky. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. no, thank you, please. And then my final low light: <laughs> she, <laughs> uh, our girl CCR, uh, calls. Kelly maggot throughout this whole movie she, does, she yeah. like calls her that right off the bat when they meet like you know whatever you don't belong here maggot and then is so overused in this movie other people start calling her maggot yeah Uh, people just call her i'm like can we not come up with some other synonyms can we seriously it was a very i'm like how many if you command f in the script how many times the word maggot (laughs) pops
3: up yeah so many times
4: (laughs) it's excessive it really is uh so that was just odd i was like i'm tired of hearing that word thank you (laughs) agreed (laughs) agreed
2: um let's do mvps go ahead amelia
3: Honestly, Hillary Duff, right? There's yeah, no oh, absolutely. Oh, great. She, she carries. Yeah. yeah, she does. Yeah, she, she does. <laughs> does. And she's actually legitimately good. She's like pretty yeah, cute and fun. Yeah, no, she
4: is. She's definitely. Cheery. So, yeah. yeah, it's not like, oh, you know, this is the only good thing. I think she is legitimately pretty fun. Yeah. Um, he is not my MVP, but I needed a space to discuss this. You know, as a multiple, I have strong feelings about multiples in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And Sean Ashmore is a twin. Uh, he's an identical twin. And his brother, Aaron Ashmore is also active in Hollywood. And I just want to discuss which of them have the better career. I think it's Sean, and I don't think it's close. However, Mm -hmm. Sean Ashmore has 69 credits on IMDb. Aaron Ashmore has 80 credits on IMDb. Wow. Uh, You've seen Sean Ashmore in The Boys. Um, He is Iceman in X-Men, which is probably Mm -hmm. his biggest Mm -hmm. role. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, He was on like Quantum Break. He was on Fringe for a hot second. Which one was on Animorphs? So that's the thing. That's how I know Aaron Ashmore is the less successful twin because they were both on Animorphs. Oh, now, Sean Ashmore was on Airmorphs as Jake Berenson and okay. Aaron Ashmore. Hang on. I'm scrolling. Aaron Ashmore was on Animorphs as Jake's double. Oh, <laughs> so no. Damn. Uh, Damn. Yeah. I think Sean is the tall <laughs> But Aaron Ashmore does have a significant amount more credits than... Sean, and they're both still working. Aaron Ashmore is on SkyMed. He's on the next season of mm. Ginny and Georgia. He was on Lock and Key last yeah. year. Mm. Um, okay. He, wait, he was on something else that was like, he was on Smallville also. He he had the bigger role on Smallville. And mm-hmm. then Sean played his twin in an episode on Smallville. Oh, so they still play wow. each other's wow. twins sometimes. So he did, get, he did get the significant role. He was on Veronica Mars. Aaron was on Veronica Mars. Who's on the West Wing. So it's actually kind of close. That's it's, funny. It is. It's a little bit neck and neck. I think hmm. Sean, I think if you look at them side by side, you're like, Sean is the one that I've seen and shit. And like Aaron is the one right. who is confusing me because mm-hmm. I've seen Sean and stuff. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it took me a long time to realize that they were twins and I thought they were just the same person in different things. <laughs> uh, and then I eventually figured it out. But I, I love guess, that you slotted
2: this into the MVP. Yeah, I just had to
4: discuss it somewhere
2: and it didn't fit anywhere. <laughs> um very quickly my mvp is this flippin movie poster it is so cute it's iconic it has stayed with me my whole life she's in bright pink she's in pink camo pants bright neon pink t-shirt um cadet kelly's like on the little dog tags you got ccr in the corner i just this is imprinted in my brain forevermore yeah
3: Yeah, totally good one totally all
2: right let's do lightning round really quick who is the best side character amelia
3: I wrote Gary Cole's commandeer, but I guess it's commandant. I just, it, I guess it didn't really stick with me that much, but yeah, Gary Cole. Good one. Good one. Yes. Kate. Listen,
4: I'm going to, I'm going to give it to our girl CCR. She's having okay. fun. You're she's committed. Well, she's, you committed know, She's committed so, yeah. to this role. I'm very scared. She's committed <laughs> to this role. I think she looks great with a middle part and a low bun. Okay. And she is doing her best. And sure. especially when it comes to throwing
2: the gun, but you know, she she's doing. Her, she tried. She committed. She had fun. That's the caliber. I guess that's true. Yeah, that's fine. I, yeah. I guess I picked the zany dad who's also having fun. He fell off the cliff, but otherwise, yeah. he survived. And that wasn't good. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Um, okay. Does this movie deserve a sequel? If so, what would the plot be? Only one person answered it. Go ahead, Kate. I'm going to ruin any goodwill that I just <laughs> I just received.
4: Um, obviously, the only place that this sequel could happen would be as an eight part docu-series on CCR's YouTube channel. I'm thinking like, you know how the O.G. Simpson documentary aired and people were like, it's an eight-part movie. Like it's not, it's not television. It goes beyond the platform that it's on and it is art and it's a movie. That's what I'm thinking oh, for this. It's like an wow. eight-part movie okay. across CCR's okay. YouTube channel. Um, all oh. about just like the life lessons that she learned from this movie. You know, maybe like her current relationship with Hillary Duff. Are they best friends? Mm. Are they mortal enemies? I will take either one. I know it's mm. one or the other. They're not. I mean, they're obviously still have a very important relationship in each other's life, according to CCR, I'm sure. Um, I would like to know like how this affected her career, who, you know, whose career she could have had, like if this movie, <laughs> you know, was as successful as it should have been. I, and I would also like to see her try to recreate the drill team routine you know, she's very oh, athletic sure. these days. She walks backwards and forwards in, in a lot of her movies. It seems like the next step is just like mixing in a couple of dance steps. Like she did on this field. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to see it. So that seems like the natural place for any continuation of this movie. Obviously with the 20 year anniversary, like I'm sure she will do something right. Like, I'm I like sure.
3: We have I, Unless she I, already what? has. I don't know. Hopefully yeah. Has, has anyone
2: looked? Um, I'm
3: too scared. Too scared. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all
2: right. Last question. I'm very curious. Who at tea time would survive the longest in military school? I think it would be you. You don't think it's you, but you're a rule follower. I'm a rule follower, but I'm weak, Kate. Weak of <laughs> mind and weak of spirit. <laughs> I have no mental fortitude. Oh. I would cry on the spot all the time. I'm too weak. I feel like it's whoever cries the least. Which is perhaps Kate or Amelia, I, which maybe you is.
3: I, I would know. not last very long. I, <laughs> it's just, I'd be like, I'm tired. I think you to hate the like
2: system of it. You'd be like, I don't need to report to you. You're yeah, like two years I, yeah. older than me. CCR, you know do
4: I also don't do great with like authority figures who are my own age. Like on the mm-hmm. volleyball team, I like yeah. really did not like when people, like older people on that team told me what to do or like yeah. any sort of like you know, mm. borderline hazing. So like, I don't think I would do great with that either. I, but yeah. I also, I do, I do get up early and there are a lot of, tasks. yeah, I was gonna there say. A, there's a lot of trumpet playing to wake people oh up. God. And I, That's so true. Maybe <sighs> it maybe it's me just because
2: okay, I get you. up early. Yeah. It's you.
0: Yeah. All right. It's Cause you get up
2: early. <laughs> Let's see the last category. t times unanswerable uh, questions. Go ahead, Kate. My unanswerable question. This is embarrassing.
4: And that's part of the question. Uh, big time rush. Nickelodeon boy group. Uh, Of 2009 to 2014, they are back and they are touring the U.S. this summer with Mm. Dixie D'Amelio. Now, my question is, first of all, why Uh, and how? Who is paying for this? Who thinks that people will attend this? I just why? I liked mm-hmm. Big Time Rush in, you know, whatever year, like late middle school. I watched their show. I listened to their songs. I could probably still sing some of them. But like, even I, who am shameless about my boy band loves, would mm-hmm. not even consider going to this. You know, like, who, if not me, like, who is this for? You know? Yeah, there's no nostalgia factor for you no, going on. No, yeah.
2: there's nothing. And well, it feels like separate audiences. Like, people who go yeah. for Dixie D'Amelio See, will that's discover right. Big Time Rush.
4: Liz, you're getting ahead of me. That's my oh, next sorry. question. Oh, Damn. All right, go ahead. First <laughs> of all, my second question is, who is this for age-wise? Right. So, mm. Dixie D'Amelio, does anyone above the age of 20 care about Dixie D'Amelio? No. Really and not. does, you know, does anyone below the age of 25 care about Big Time Rush? Also, no. So... But I, people uh, are are either going to go for Big Time Rush and be like who the hell is this TikTok girl or right. I guess they're going to go for but no one's going to go to a Big Time Rush concert just to see I was going to say and also sing. people over the age of 25 don't care. Right. No. And so I'm just I just don't understand at least they should have like done the same target demographic. Maybe do like a mm-hmm. double like Big Time Rush, Victoria Justice tour, Ooh. or like you know, Ariana like target- Grande, Ariana Grande, yeah, uh, like Target, the same like former flop star, Nickelodeon, <laughs> like you know, that would be fun, like a Nickelodeon tour, yeah, because that you know, then you do get the nostalgia and you get the articles written about. I went to see it's Victoria so Justice, Justice and Big Time Rush, that's and like so, yeah, that's a good point, yeah, a snapshot of that experience. Whereas now it's like Dixie D'Amelio and Big Time Rush, like that's just sad.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. like, I'm I'm not even paying
4: $10 no, for this. That's, not yeah. even five, honestly. I'm not even
3: paying for an Uber or like, right. it's
4: you're the, paying me yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just don't, I, my question is just, who is it for? And I guess we just no. we don't know. But I'm genuinely <laughs> very curious to see like, if people go,
3: I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know. Maybe if the chip, t- uh, tickets are cheap, and parents are like, we need to do something. Daycare? Like, daycare? Get me yeah, out of the exactly. house. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Okay, my question, this was actually
2: all but empty, I think, like, late last night. I think we all fit <laughs> in at the last minute. Uh-huh. So I was looking for inspiration for my unanswerable question. And I actually was flipping through an Us Weekly magazine because mm. I still I still actually really love, like, People Mag, even though the sure. news is, like, a week old and we've already talked about it, like, at nauseum here. But fun games, still like it. Yeah. Yes. And I like the Blast page. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The best thing that Us Weekly does, and I hope they never get rid of, I'm a freak for the what's in my bag. Yes. Yeah. Yes! section of that magazine oh my god it doesn't matter I have never heard Ramona Singer speak act be in her TV show I don't know who she is I I like consume these things it doesn't matter who they are right. I just am so curious what's in their bag Yes, so actually, and 25 things, but yeah, sorry. Oh, yes. Oh my God, yes. I love 25 things, yeah. You get me. (laughs) Okay, so I was actually meant to tell you guys to bring your bags like close to you before you record. I want to know whoever has your bag close to you, what is in your bag? I want to see it. These uh, celebrities are lying and they're like, I have a Dior lotion. I have a XYZ lip. I have a Chanel lip (laughs) gloss. I think they curate their
3: bags yeah and they're lying and I want to see a real human <gasps> I, being's bag yeah I mean okay so my my bag is in my uh, room but I can tell you stuff because I, okay, I on the top of my Kate head has brought
2: hers over and she Kate has
3: and yes Kate over. please Kate
4: please what's in your bag okay actually this is gonna be really not that interesting because I brought this bag to work yesterday and so no. I have like work stuff mm, um, okay. I have two packs of tissues <laughs> with cats on them Okay, um, on brand. I have this like hair mascara thing that smooths down your flyaways because my oh, hair that's is. This of cool. is already fast Okay. And yes, so it's wait, like where, a clearer, what brand is that? Um, I got it on Amazon. It's called Finishing Hair Cream.
3: Oh, oh my and god, it's so like,
4: cool. Yeah, it actually is great. If you guys have like broken hairs from straightening or bleaching, I recommend it. Um I have a mask. Okay, I classic. I have my wallet. I have two pens with cats on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm so happy you went I to go have get your bag. A glasses cleaner wipe. Okay. I have three tubes of Aquaphor. Oh my I god, always forget, them, them. I always forget whether I have um whether I have it in there. And so I always just add more. So I have two <laughs> little tubes and one big tube. And I have a on-the-go <laughs> ibuprofen, but I also have just like some loose pills because the cap doesn't fit very well. So just <laughs> okay. loose purse pills. <laughs> um, I have an Aveno lotion, I have a Glossier concealer. It's a And then packed I just have a lot, there, wind, a lot of oh, lint, like, a lot of lint, mom purse. I always have like just anything I could possibly need. That uh, was so good. That like that extended. wasn't, really good. That, wasn't that chaotic. Usually I have band-aids too, actually, is my other thing that I usually have.
2: Nice. But, You're oh, so actually, prepared, you though, are Kate. prepared. <laughs> Thank you! Wow! Damn! Okay, uh, Amelia, yeah, I bag. saw that you went to go get
4: yours. So I have my bag. Oh, Amelia's bag is cute. Uh, I, I didn't tote even bag. mean
3: to. Well, I went to the gym last night, and I have deodorant. Okay, great. Um. Okay, I have a wallet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Airpods. <laughs> great. This is <laughs> why I didn't lotion. give you guys time to prep. Great. Good. <laughs> um. Another hand lotion. Okay. Mm. So you were very moisturized on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, chapstick. <laughs> Love it. Uh, hair binder. Okay. Uh, sanitary napkin.
4: Great. Great. Okay, yeah. good. You guys are
2: like really, yeah, prepared, nice people. Not a lot of trash yeah. in your bags. I got loose receipts. I usually receipts. loose yeah. change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a parking ticket for or like, uh, you know, those like little things to mm. when you get into a parking lot. I have like a mm-hmm. million of those. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. You're yes. so welcome. Sorry. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Okay. That was everything I wanted and more. That was a quiz. A pop quiz. Um, all mm-hmm. right. But we have one more question. Thank you guys for participating in that. Amelia, go Thank ahead. Thank you for asking.
3: Okay. Yes. That was a great question. Um, who has the most random verified object, like dog person on Instagram? I <laughs> was asking this because my friend and I were watching videos of Serena Williams the other night. Uh, Drew, who listens to this podcast. Hi, Drew. Um, and we somehow got on the topic of Serena Williams' uh, Instagram. And we both were like, the real Kwai Kwai. And if you know, you know who the real Kwai Kwai is. The real Kwai Kwai is her daughter's doll, who has its own Instagram account that is verified. Wow. And it has 345,000 followers. Stop. And yes. And we were both like, how iconic is she that she got her daughter's doll verified? And the doll is coming out with its own book, too. But oh we were both God. like, if you know, you know the real Quai Quai." Oh, wow. my God. Imagine
4: like being the intern who has to email <laughs> Instagram and be like, hey, I work for Serena Williams and we got to get this doll verified. Yeah, that. Wow. That's I guess like if it's a brand, it makes a little bit more sense. Like if it's there is a book.
2: I yeah. have, like, Coming out, people who follow this, like two of my old coworkers. <laughs> so, wait, I want to see. Really,
4: oh, the only person yeah. I follow who follows it is Laura Brown, who used to work at, um, like, Vogue or L oh. or something. She's like the editor in chief of L, I think. <laughs> so that's embarrassing. That's um, so
2: funny. Wow, this is a great what was, question. What was yeah. the object that set there the was world a, record? Wasn't there was it a potato a, or an egg? Oh, world oh, record was an egg. egg. World record egg that. That is still (laughs) exists. 4.8 million followers, world record egg. Egg gang. (laughs) Yeah. One post from January 4th, 2019. Oh, how young we were.
4: Amelia
3: Wedemeyer
2: liked this post on Instagram,
4: (laughs) along with 55 million other people.
3: Oh my God. And now it has an NFT. That's so lame. Oh, no. Uh,
4: Our ringer colleagues who follow this are um, uh, former ringer colleague, Moe's, and Danny (laughs) Heifitz.
3: Wow. And Alyssa Bereznik.
4: Oh, yeah. Alyssa, too. Alyssa also follows the, the egg. Wow. Wow. She, although she reports on the internet, so she has well, no excuse. That's, okay, that's
3: true. That's true. <laughs> Danny, no excuse. <laughs> Seriously.
4: <laughs>
2: All right. That was an incredibly uh, chaotic segment to finish this podcast. I like podcast. that. Yeah. That was good. All right. Well, that's it. We swear. Um, thank it. you so much to Kaya, our producer. We shall not put CCR at the title of this podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm Liz Kelly.
3: I'm Kate And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer.